previously on We Are More Than the Podcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Them boys got to make better decisions. I think, and that's the difference. Our generation, I was taught that you're going to be held accountable for your actions. You're going to be held accountable for your decisions. This generation is, we ain't going to hold you accountable because y'all still kids. My question is, how long are you a fucking kid? Man, I tell people. I guess I'm the one that's doing all the cussing. Sorry, Dad. It's funny when I tell people all the time, growing up, you know, it may be it may have been a manning thing, but I don't like to say that because some people you know, try to make it seem like we try to put man in the book, people. But that's not what I'm saying. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. Keep talking, I'ma give you some. Just keep running and running and running. But growing up where I'm from, at 18, it was well known that either you going to the military, you're going to get a job, or you going to school. It was never no like now. I hear people say, "Oh well, I'm taking a year off, a year off, a do, gap year." Yeah, to do that, what? That's what I've been hearing. I'm taking yeah. a gap year. Yeah, I'm like a, a gap year to do what? I mean, well, I've been going to school for these past twelve years. Okay. Yeah. And mm. why well, just want to work and do what? I don't get it. Because when we was growing up, my mama used to tell me. Matter of fact. You know, I'm going to say this. I don't know how people going to look at it. My mama didn't give me the option to work. It wasn't no, you know, once you graduate, you can work, go to school or go to the military. Hell no. My mama gave me two options. August, after you graduate, you either moving on somebody's campus or I'm taking your ass to basic training. That's That was pretty much the speech for me. It been one out of two. And what was crazy, and, and I tip my hat to my folks about this all the time. It was once you get on that college campus, your ass ain't working. You there for school. And then if you lose your scholarship, your ass is working because we not we not going to foot the bill for you because mm. you the dummy that that messed that up. Facts. So after my first freshman year, <clears throat> I got it together because I had a I had a job and I, <laughs> I had to make sure that I took care of what I needed to take care Don't of. feel bad. After my first semester, they sent me a letter home t- telling me. I was on academic probation. Right. If I didn't get right, I couldn't come back. So and that that's just one of those things where old school parents, our parents, they drew a line. They drew a, a line in the sand. That's how I'm. That's how I'm raising Noah. It is one eighteen. Front working. Either you going to school or you or going, you to, the going military. to the military. Yeah. So let's 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 segue into parenting really quickly. So, we're part of this. We're we're cusp of millennial and um, and generation next group, right? Mm-hmm. Our parents being baby boomers, kind of, or what have you. They were they were kind of taught, you know, the hard thing and. A lot of us grew up saying the way our parents taught us, the way our parents treated us, mm-hmm. we're going to make sure we don't do those same things to our children. Introducing now Generation Z kids mm-hmm. who are interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I call them interesting because they've got a lot of ideas of acceptance 
but they also have a lot of ideas of individuality, but they also have a, a, a swagger about them of you can't tell me anything and you can't make me do anything because that's the way that they're being raised with thoughts and opinions and and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Not saying that your kids shouldn't have thoughts and opinions, but what I'm saying is that the buck is supposed to stop with the parent. Yeah, but see, the problem is, is we grew up with parents who, who were parents. I never once felt like my mama was my friend. At all. Ever. At all. Ever. But now, that, that, that new thing. You know, I want my child to feel like that's my best friend. The hell, the hell, the hell no would never feel like that is his best friend. We not contemporary. Yeah, like he know he can come and talk to me. He know I'm going to protect him. But it's certain things I ain't going for. Like even now, when I'm out and he sees somebody that's, you know, older and they ask him something, he'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, what? Yes, ma'am. Oh, he don't got to say that. Yeah, the hell he do. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going to learn to respect people that's older than him. So let me ask you this. When when did you make that decision to draw a line in the sand? When I bust that nut. Brothers! It's been another episode. <laughs> I don't even know how to. I, I don't even know how to. How what to, I mean by that is, is I always knew I was going to be that type of person. Right. I ain't your friend because I feel like if I, the people I know, this going to be a, a generalization. Most people I know who struggle in life as adults were raised as friends with their parents. I can see And that. most people I know who are successful in life were raised with structure. They had some type of structure. And some kind of realization of what the hierarchy was. Yeah. Because think about it. If I can come in, if I can come in my mom, even to this day, I'm 38. Right. I don't curse around my mama. If I'm in my mama's house or she in the room with me, ain't no cursing. And I know she can't do nothing right now. What's she going to do to me? She can't whoop me. Right. If she cut me off financially, it w- that ain't going to bother me. I'll let a few fly. And then the one person that I don't even look, I don't even look my parents in the eyes if I let it fly. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you say cursing, what do you mean now? Now, I may drop the occasional ass. When I say curse, I'm talking about like the, the heavy stuff. Well, I sometimes do the heavy stuff. Oh no! I don't no, do let me let me explain what I mean by that. No, I ain't saying you did nothing wrong. I'm no, just no, saying no. I, yeah. But let me explain to you what I mean by that. Peyton or Delaney, they'll talk back, and I'll be like, "Yo, who the fuck y'all think y'all talking to?" And it it slips, but the moment I say it, I already feel some kind of way, and I don't look over my shoulder mm-hmm. because I know that I know that they're burning a hole in the side of my face, like. Did this nigga just say fuck in my house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, and it's it's one of those things where I have that reverence and respect for my parents so much so mm-hmm. that there are going to be things that I'm not going to do Fetch. around them. Now, somebody said, um, and I was I was on TikTok, which I'm on TikTok normally because some of the stuff that I see is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. But every now and again, when you scroll and someone said the whole um, black people allow your kids to talk back. Who said what now? 
they said black people should allow their kids to talk back. Here, this is the rationale behind it. They said that black folks are grown up hearing or, or black folks grow up hearing that a kid should be seen, not heard. And what ends up happening is when they're teaching these kids, they don't know how to um, correctly a challenge, correctly challenge authority based on ideas. They don't know how to correctly express themselves based on ideas because they're told don't talk back. You shouldn't be flippy at the mouth where these white kids know how to handle themselves. And what I did was I called bullshit because I know that these little white kids don't know how to handle themselves Mm -hmm. in these classroom settings. Just like a black kid that talks back doesn't know how to handle themselves in the classroom setting. Cause when a child talks back, a child doesn't talk back based on logic. Mm-hmm. A child talks back based on defiance. So based off of their logic, if I go upstairs and tell Noah to clean his room, I should be okay with him telling me I don't feel like it. Because later on in life, that's going to teach him how to challenge authority. It's with him saying that he don't feel like it. You're supposed to ask him why and make him express himself. As to why he doesn't feel like cleaning. Because I'm tired. Well, why are you tired, son? You see how stupid that sounds? Yeah. It sounds like you're having a conversation with a um, another adult. I'm not having no conversation. Man, let me tell you something. When I go to work, I know how to express myself. Me too. And I wasn't allowed to talk back to my mama. At all. So how'd you learn? How I learned to what? How to express yourself. By fucking learning English. (laughs) (laughs) Just as simple as that, huh? Because I... Hard times produce hard men. Hard men creates soft times. Soft times produce soft men. Soft men create hard times, and the cycle repeats, repeats itself. itself. Message over and over. So our and grandparents were the hard, the hard men and women, right? Our grandparents and great grandparents, because they had to be, and they created hard kids, which was our grandparents and parents, right? And then they created us. Which is now soft times. It's soft times, which we creating even softer kids. Right. Which in 10, 20 years, when this generation are now parents, right, they're going to create even softer kids, which is going to make times hard again. It's coming. And I dig it. I dig it. It's coming. And that's sad. That's sad. Even though I know it's cyclical, that is sad. Like it is what it is, man. Because I don't, I just don't agree with. And maybe is is maybe it's my upbringing. I don't agree with giving someone who doesn't understand autonomy autonomy. Mm-hmm. But it ain't even that. Like, look at you want to know proof of times being people being weak and soft. 
somebody said the other day there was a, a, a person who tried to kill themselves because they got bullied online. Damn. That's sad. That a person tried to kill themselves. Right. There's like, yo, you ever been bullied? Yeah. Absolutely. My first name is Oral. Bruh. You bullied your whole life. I was bullied mercifully. But I tore up one piece of ass. All bullying stopped. Oh, well, but this person was being bullied online. Oh, okay. You know what I would tell Noah? Get your ass off the computer. How can you bully me if I ain't on what you bullying me on? You know, let me give you a truth. Let me let me give you another flip side to that. This girl is bullying me by talking about me on TikTok. Now, the Gen Z and also the millennial group, they're known for blocking. Why don't you block them? Well, I don't. I don't think I should have to block. Dang what I asked you. You're getting bullied online. No one is stepping to you. Mm-hmm. Getting bullied online. And you got the most powerful online button. Block. You got the most power. I'm a different dad. I know the day going to come when Noah tell me somebody picking on him. I already told him. You pretty. You light skinned and you got good hair. Handsome. There's going to be a nigga out here who don't like you. But what we ain't going to do is deal with bullying. Because how do you deal with a bully? You show them that you ain't the baddest motherfucker on the yard. So if, if my daughter came to me, oh, this girl bullying me on TikTok. Okay, we'll go and talk to her. Tell her how you feel. Ask her to stop. Daddy, she won't stop. Bust her ass. Because I promise you, once you bust her ass, she's going to leave you alone. Because she know what come with that. But a bully going to keep picking on somebody they know ain't going to do shit. Right. That's why the story I told y'all last time about Noah and the boy. Him and that boy still best friends. Because Noah went upside his head. Because I taught Noah, do things the right way. Tell your teacher, tell the principal, tell whatever adult around, it keep happening, bust his ass. Period, point blank. Now let's move forward. So See, that, that was our generation. Right. We didn't, how many bullies you knew in Manor High? I knew a couple bullies, mm-hmm. but I knew who they, who, who they were fucking right. with and who they weren't. <laughs> you saw, so you yeah, knew my, you you knew my follow-up yeah. question. Yeah. So they were bullying people who they knew wasn't going to bust a grape. Right. They wasn't bullying. Like old boy said, in my hood, bullies get bullied. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember in high school, I want to say it was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Someone tried to, to press me and I kind of looked at him like, what's up? Mm-hmm. They even tried to swing on me to see if I flinched. And I looked at him like, what's up? Never, never, never spoke a word to me again. Talk shit, to, talk shit about me, but never spoke a word to me yeah, man. ever again. Like I tell people all the time, I don't give a damn about no talking. Yeah, man. talk is cheap. I would raid that way. What don't worry about a nigga talking, right? See, but is it is it that we're 
too hard, that we aren't sensitive to what this child and this generation deals with, which is why we're so coarse. What you dealing with? Online bu- cyberbullying. Bro, I was dealing with niggas who was picking on me face to face. I had to get on the bus and, and deal with this shit. Not somebody on a phone. I can cut a phone off. I can't cut off a nigga who's sitting down directly across from me. I can't cut him off. That's why I don't got no sympathy. I can't have sympathy for you if somebody picking on you on TikTok. Turn TikTok off. Go in your room and watch TV. Now, is what they saying on TikTok bothering you when you can't see it? That's always been my thing. That shit doesn't even make no sense to me. That's always been my thing. If you can't if you can't see what's going on, then what's going on can't affect you. At the end of the day, and my and if it's that big of a problem, everybody around me, the way my family has always been, is at some point you got to stand up for yourself. Like I can't keep telling you to turn TikTok off. But you right. gonna take it the rest of your life? Because if you're gonna let her bully you the rest of your life, your life gonna be miserable. Cause there's always a bully. Right. But people say, oh well, you just violent. I ain't violent. I just ain't gonna deal with no bullshit. Right. You ain't about to pick on me and make my life a living hell. I'll fight you every goddamn day till you get tired of bothering me. Brother! And you eventually move the hell on and find somebody who you ain't got to fight every day. Because eventually, if I can't beat you and I have to fight you every day, eventually, okay, one of us got to go. How <laughs> will it be to say that thing? And it ain't going to be me. It ain't going to be me. <laughs> one of us got to go. I've always lived like that. Like I'm not gonna deal. I ain't gonna. I ain't, I ain't dealing with no bullying. Right. I dealt with that shit for two weeks on bus twenty two. Two weeks, I dealt with that shit because I was the only one at Alkaloo. I ain't had no family. All my family was in Paxville. Right. So I was the only one on this bus. On this bus, it was families. You know how mad it is. It's just all right. all these niggas is cousins. Right. Two weeks. Oreo cookie. Who do you think you are? Okay, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ready to jug somebody? Then that one day. Oh damn, your cousins ain't on the bus. Say no more. That's your ass. <laughs> and I drugged that nigga because the bus couldn't stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I can see this shit. The bus couldn't stop. Drug his ass. And still to this day, every time he see me, what, what's going on, Drew? Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. But who is this? I ain't going to say nothing. Because I ain't want no B. Nowadays, I ain't doing no fight. Oh, you just shooting. I'm just saying, you know, it's just. But that's how I raised Noah. Right. But I'm raising him the right way. I'm like, yo, go tell your principal. Go tell your teacher. Right. But at some point, son. You got to. You got to. Be able to stand up for you gotta yourself. You got to stand up for yourself, man. You can't just allow somebody just to pick on you and all this shit. Now you in here crying about. I wish, man, I, I, the day Noah come to me about a TikTok is the day he going to see a whole new version of me. You going to whoop his ass? No. Nigga, turn the phone off. Now go upstairs. See, because I know our parents would have whooped us behind something like that. Like, I know you ain't coming crying to me about. XYZ problems, so forth and so on. Maybe maybe that's where we differ. Maybe we give solutions versus ass whoopings first. I'm not about to sit here and talk about no bullying. I got you. You got two hands. Yeah. 
You tired of being bullied? Then what are we talking about? Let them hands fly. No, I told Noah, I ain't, you ain't going to be in trouble when you gone because Noah, see, Noah a good child. Right. Oh, well, daddy, if I do that, then they going to be mad at me, and then I'm going to come home, and you going to be mad at me. No, the hell I ain't. I'm telling you to whoop his ass because I done told you to tell your teachers. They not doing it. I can't come to school for you, son. You tired of being picked on? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. But at some point, you'll get tired. Handle your business. Yeah. But I'm raising him that way so he know the answer is not killing yourself. Right. That was my point to the, the, the young lady. I'm like, that ain't that ain't the answer, baby. Taking yourself out of here ain't going to do nothing but hurt your parents and the, the, your family members and your friends. And the bully going to move on with their life and find somebody else to bully. You know what I'm saying? Now, you could be an evil motherfucker. <laughs> Bust their ass and then now bully them every goddamn day and show them like, okay, this is how I feel. But have compassion. Bust their ass and then now, okay, you straight. We good. Now that we got some straightening, we, straight. we can move on. Yeah. yeah. Move on about it. Yeah. Move on about it. Yeah. That's real though. And like I I I I've just been curious around it, man. Like I, I see so many of these these kids. Come into the school. I see so many of these kids that are just kind of chomping at the bit and talking about all of this internet madness. And I'm just kind of like, you getting bullied in places that don't even really exist? I'm confrontational by nature. You're not going to bully me on the internet. The internet? Yeah. And I don't even do it in person. Right. People who've been around me when I'm in a confrontational situation, I ain't doing no talking. Nigga, what is we doing? We getting to it or we ain't? I ain't about to jaw jack with you. Especially if I can't see you. You say what you want by me on the internet. Right. Man. You know where I'm at. OJ ain't hard to find. Right. I ain't doing all that. I dig that. I dig that. I'm raising yeah. my son hard, though. I believe in it. I keep telling people that stop raising y'all people like, do I spoil my son? Absolutely. Yeah, whatever the hell he want. But one thing he'll tell you is I get to him raw. You know what I'm saying? I kick him in his ass every other day just for the fuck of it. <laughs> Why you kick me? Keep your head on the swivel. Just so you know. I'm just trying to teach him little shit like that. Keep your head on the swivel, man. You getting too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking in Walmart. You five paces behind me. All right, little nigga. I'm going to show you what can happen. I'm going to dip on your ass real quick. Now you in the daddy. Daddy. Okay, nigga. Now you see what can happen. Now imagine if I wasn't here. Imagine you keep calling me and I don't ever come. Oh, okay, daddy. I understand. See, I do little shit like that. Do little shit like that to him. You know what I'm saying? Walk up on him. Keep poking him in his chest. Making him get pissed off. Now what you going to do? You gonna cry? Or you gonna tell me stop poking? Okay. I got you. Raising a nigga like it's get hard in here, kid. Real Yeah. I mean, and it's I just believe it's necessary. I believe it's necessary for multiple reasons. One of the reasons why I believe not getting away from the way that we were raised is necessary because we've got a a lot less issues 
one of the biggest issues that that we have in how we were raised is the whole not being able to express emotions and so forth and so on. That's different. That's that's emotions, a emotions, motions. <laughs> don't act like that. You Thank emotional. I am emotional, but damn, the way I was raised is it's a time and place for that shit. See, but that's the thing. That's that's one of those we can we don't have to recreate the wheel altogether. We can take the parts that we know help and the parts that we learn help and combine those things together. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the issue is, is that you've got new parents wanting to create the will, recreate the will all together. Oh, well, my parents treated me like a, a quote unquote outsider. So I'm going to be your friend. Let's move on to the subject. Yeah. Yeah, cause you, you getting a little tight. I ain't getting tight. It's just it's certain things I just don't agree with. I'm not gonna be your friend. No, and I trust me. That's what I I agree with too. Like, yeah, with, I feel like you, you, there's nothing you can do to my friends add to my life. Mm-hmm. As my child, yes, you add happiness and joy because I'm glad to see my mini me and what I created. Mm-hmm. You add no other value. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, man. You are a taker. You are <laughs> like you are a you a mooch. See, the problem <laughs> is, is these kids own up to early adults. They they feel entitled. See, we was raised to where you know we ain't entitled to nothing. You got to work hard for shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. We the last of a dying breed, bro. That's until these soft ones make hard times, and the hard times make hard people again. Yeah, it'd be four hundred years from now. Shit, it'd be four hundred years. From Shit, now. you gotta think life getting easier. Life ain't getting harder. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You gotta think when we was growing up, you had to go outside and push a lawnmower. Now you get to ride around on one, or pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> And now, like, when I go to my mama's house, I look forward to cutting her grass because she got a zero turn. I'm out there. That bitch going 10 miles an hour. I'm chilling, listening to my music. I got a good breeze. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whereas when we was growing up, you had to go outside and push a lawnmower. You remember pushing a lawnmower yeah, in a 100 yeah. degree weather? And praying for a breeze. Come Absolutely. On, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But we was raised that way. Well, that, that just ain't bother us. Like, now people say, oh, it's too hot to be practicing football. What? what? Yeah, we was out there at down twelve noon, full pads, getting to it with several water breaks to make sure we didn't die, and it was nothing. It was nothing. Yeah, think about it, man. Now, well, you know, we the CTE generation. Bro, no. Now that I look back on it, bro, I know for a fact I had twenty concussions. Yeah, easy. but we was raised different. Like, hey, man, you got your bell rung a little bit, you'll be all right. Go yeah. and sit down over there. You good? Rough the only time they it. told you to go inside, oh, you throwing up? Okay, now you need to go inside. Yeah, you dizzy going inside. You see little stars, oh, oh, that cool. mean you did your damn job. Good <laughs> way, job. Way to go, champ. <laughs> you know how many times I got up seeing stars and they were slapping my head? Boy, good job. That's how you that's how you get downhill. I think I had a concussion before every game. Remember me and Quincy that's used what to I'm me and Quincy used to go back and forth and then and grab each other and headbutt each other. He headbutt me one time. I ain't I ain't realize that I was still walking around to the second quarter. Think about it, man. Even stuff down to I remember growing up when we ate peas, we had to suck them. Yeah. 
We had to sell them things. They used to sit on my nana porch and do it. That's what I'm saying. These yeah. kids don't know nothing about that. Now, like, even to, I know people in their 20s when I tell that, man, you know, hey, shut up, man. You weren't sucking no peas, nigga. What? Yeah. Yeah, we was. Y'all think that. We were either shucking them or we were snapping them. Yeah, but see, they think beans. back in the, see, they think that shit been 100 years ago. Nah. I'm like, bro, that was, uh, I'm 38. <laughs> that was in the 90s. And we were doing it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So Some that's of us why all I, the way up to the early 2000s. That's another reason why I just don't. I don't have no. I don't got no sympathy. You know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of young people don't like to come around me unless I'm giving them good word. Like I got some young people like that I mentor. They like to come and talk to me because they know I'm gonna keep it real. Right. Then there's some people who like to stay the hell away from me because they know I ain't gonna have no sympathy, no empathy, no nothing. Not for the bullshit you about to tell me. Yeah. Say what? You can't find no good job. How many jobs you done had? Seven. Stop talking to me. You don't want a good job. You don't want to work. It ain't that you don't want a good job. You just ain't shit. You the problem. You know, that. that's another issue. That's another issue for another time. Just no one feels that they the problem. Everybody feel. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know where the disconnect is. Where everyone feels that everything else is a problem and none of it falls on there. Because nobody has accountability. OJ single, because OJ. I bet you, I bet you, you know 